Good evening and welcome to Trolls of the Two-Ton Bridges, or T-O-Triple-T-B as we are better known. Uh, my name is Nick, I am the owner of Reverend Zivi, or perhaps he's my owner, I haven't quite worked that one out yet. We are on all the social medias, uh, regardless of who owns who, uh, under T-O-Triple-D-B podcast. Uh, tonight's episode, Things are not quite what they seem when it comes to certain people who may or may not be with us. Enjoy your listening. Adventure. Percival Silverlight. As I stand on the steps outside the Temple of Man and Crocodile, in the midst of the fallen Camp Righteous, I strain to hear my comrades to the south. Rana and Siliqui are apparently at war with a zombie in a latrine. Either that, or Rana needs more fibre in his diet. Zibi and Andril, however, were in the midst of burying Inet, when the toilet zombie let out a scream. By the sounds of it, Inet may have become slightly more active than a dead body should be. Of course, I'm not entirely sure what is happening, as I selflessly elected to stand guard over the two goblins who we so recently captured. I wonder if any of them have read my books. Adventure. Undril and Zippy, you guys notice that the can in front of you starts to move. Um, which one? The one that, the one that we've just put uh, Inette into, or the one we that have, we've? Oh, Inette's not quite in it yet, is she? Isn't it the other one? Uh, the one that you are currently putting Inette into. Some of the rocks start to shift as if what's inside is starting to move. So, so that is actually, so that is actually Inette, uh, Inette's one, yeah. That is Inette's one, yes. Right, okay. but not the other guy. Not the other guy, no. Percival. Behind you, in answer to this shriek, you hear several similar, though slightly quieter, shrieks come from inside the temple. Yeah, that'll be the goblins. Right, uh, we are round to Undril. Zibby, what would you like Undril to do? Is she going to react to the fact that Inet is moving? Because that's probably quite freaky. Um, but again, she is she's the ally for the party. So, what would you like her to do? Um, well, I have a sneak suspicion we're going to have to destroy Inette now. Yeah. Um, we do have acid. Uh, yeah, but where's the thing? Um, I've got it still, haven't I? My bag. Uh, you do, yes. Although it only makes eight ounces. Which isn't a lot. Yeah. I don't know how 
much acid you need to burn a, to melt a person or a zombie. <laughs> I'm not searching how much acid does it take to dissolve a Delete your history. Does it work on the teeth? <laughs> uh, I think so. I think with acid, yeah. I mean, you can you can inflict damage by you know essentially tipping out the acid on on a, on somebody, but it would effectively be an attack. No, no. I was thinking more about like ways of destroying a body um, oh, as I opposed see. to it being an attack. But we haven't. We wouldn't get enough. I think if you just like like just like ha- like destroy the head, it's the classic. Cut the head off. Yeah. I think the obvious thing. Yeah. Just like smack tear it up. Classic zombie approach. You. Chop the head off. Right, is it still raining and stormy? Yes. Right, okay. From where Zibby is, can he... Uh, is it, whose go is it at a minute, by the way? It's currently Undral's go. Okay. She's probably had this similar sort of, like, there's trouble going on on the trains, but having heard that screech, there's now movement from Inet, which is disturbing. Yeah. Uh, I, I'd at least like her to tell us. <laughs> Well, so I'm. We know. Well, Zibby's Zibby's there as well. You should certainly call out to say that you know Annette looks like she's moving. Can we judge how long it might, uh, how long we think it might be before Annette is actually fights her way out of the can? Um, I was under the impression that you guys had built it up a fair amount, so I would have said probably until the next time the zombies have a go, I would probably add on Annette to actually attack, or you could pull aside the stone to. If you wanted to say attack preemptively, so to speak. Um, quick question: Does Undril have um, turn undead? Uh, let's see. I am not sure. Given her religion, I would expect she would. Well, the thing is, if she's high enough, if she's high enough level and she's got some pretty decent spells, I'm wondering if she's actually got destroy undead. She wouldn't. Yeah, I don't think. She does not. I don't think we've been given a quite high enough awesome. Yeah, she get get that fifth level. Yeah, so she has she has sacred flame um, mm. as an attack, light thaumaturgy, uh, cure wounds, guiding bolt, sanctuary, lesser restoration, spiritual weapon, dispel magic, and spirit guardians. So she's got some pretty good spells there, just not high enough to actually be right. Okay. She can also, apparently, she can use Divine Eminence, whereas a bonus action, she can expend a spell slot and cause her melee weapon attacks to be magically dealt an extra 3d6 radiant damage to a target on a hit. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah, so, yeah, so that's, that's, you know, that's an extra nifty thing. She can basically add some more damage, um, assuming that she hits well. I think... Between Rana and Siliqui, they could probably handle a single zombie. I mean, probably. Or less. <laughs> Actually, no. Um, Andrew's got... Uh, she got cantrips. Uh, uh, sacred Flame. Yeah. She does oh, no. need have Sacred Flame. Yes. Um, can we get a Sacred Flame at the zombie at the latrine? She can indeed. Although, oh, depending, depending on what the range is on that one. Yeah, 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 I was just wondering what the range is. Uh, it is 60 foot range. Uh, oh, in that case, yeah, she easily hit, yeah. Yeah. So, target must succeed on dexterity. Okay, yeah, sure. Check what the dex is. Not great. I was going to say, hopefully not great. It, it wouldn't be. Yep. And S- Sacred Flame is radiant as well, isn't it? 
it is. is indeed raining damage, yes. Which, so is double the, for, which is double for undead? I don't know if it's double. In, uh, it's... I th- no, I, th- I think it affects their weird fortitude thing. It does say undead are normally vulnerable to radiant damage by either receiving extra damage or having their insubstantial ability deactivated. So I'm guessing oh, okay. extra damage for zombies. For some reason, the actual zombies entry, and I've had a check in the monster manual as well, it actually doesn't say anything about taking more damage from radiant. But um, but John is right that it yeah basically negates their one of their traits that is can basically um... let them keep going. There's, there's a Reddit post, someone saying uh, in Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, devils and undead are not vulnerable to radiant damage, with like 11 question marks, saying that this was always the case in prior editions. And the main answer says, whilst it doesn't have a direct damage bonus, um, zombies and vampires have their special abilities harmed, negated, or cancelled by radiant damage, and insubstantial slash ethereal creatures can be harmed by it, as it bypasses resistances that undead commonly have. Anyway, I mean, she takes the damage, because she failed her dexterity throw. Were we not firing it at the zombie in the latrine? Oh, I thought you were, I thought you were firing it at the cane in front of you. Is that not what you were doing? No, sorry, fine. No, it's fine. We leave it as leave it as we're doing that to the the can in uh, the can. All right. Okay. So Undral deals. Okay. All right. I will take that in mind. The the fire comes down, um, and because it is radiant damage, it does seem to pierce through the rocky outer side. Um, but you're unsure at this point how much damage that has actually done. Okay, so that is Undral's go. So, Zibby, we are round to you now. What would you like to do? Um, the Zibster. I would also like to Sacred Flame. I will roll again. What is your spell safety, see? Eight, 13, 1 3. Yep, she fails that. So, roll me some damage. So, just a d8. Ah, not bad though, 7. So she- Fairly decent. <laughs> yeah, that's that seems to be a pretty decent flambeing that comes down from the sky there. And in fact, with that particular attack, you actually do hear a shriek come from inside the cairn, suggesting that did more damage than Indra's one did. First of all, you've heard this commotion from the south. Um, you saw from your angle, you could probably see Siliqui descending the hill, um, and then you saw two rays of light sort of descend upon the top of the hill. Uh, well, I can see that shit's going down. Um, so, what I'm going to do... If a Percival I'm... says a joke in the woods, does anybody hear him? <laughs> I do, and that's what counts. Um, <laughs> so, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, like, back up very slightly, keeping an eye on, on the, uh, the goblin twins over there. Um, Observe, don't engage. Is that, is that, that, that the plan for Percival? Uh, at at the moment, yes, because um, as far as I'm concerned, everybody's got everything in hand. But I just want to have a look uh, over at the pit and make sure that nothing's coming out. Um, other other than that, I am uh, just kind of you know standing stalwart, as it were. And uh, not so going I kind of it. imagine you're kind of sort of glancing over your shoulder to have a look at what's happening with the pit. Uh, Yes. You can't see, say, you know, goblins crawling out or anything like that, but you can hear that there is a sort of renewed kind of moans and groans, uh, the occasional shriek. And you hear scrabbling, but it doesn't look like anything's actually crawling how, out. How deep was it? It was 10 feet or something, wasn't it? Or... Uh, 20 feet. 
they're in there for for a while, <laughs> unless they suddenly all start grouping together and standing on each other's I mean, shoulders or something. I was going to say, if the goblins, you know, could stack on top of each other, <laughs> they do that naturally. They might be able to do that without much of a brain, because it's something they do anyway. You know, mm, as um, maybe flighty stances. Worth keeping an eye. Anyway, on. So, they, how yeah. tall is a goblin? Yeah. Goblins like four foot. Like they, they aren't tall, and you know. So you need at least five on top of each other just to even see the top. And like the most yeah. we've had is five on top of each other. It's, it's barely. It's not going to be easy or simple. Let's be honest. A, a, a goblin zombie is not going to have the best dexterity. Probably not. Just, just a, just a thought. Anyway. So, so yeah, I, I'm essentially I'm keeping an eye out um, behind me and actually hearing the kind of shriek from the other zombie. And seeing that all of a sudden there's a bit more commotion going on, um, I'm also keeping uh, an eye on the tree line as well. Okay, okay. Um, you currently don't see anything. Nothing. Nothing sort of looms out of the uh, out of the jungle, are you? Um, but I will bear that in mind. Okay, we are now round to Polly. Go on, Polly. <laughs> well, Polly mm. kind of she's picking her way through the rubble. She hears the shriek, and you can see she sort of like she puffs up her feathers, and has a bit of a <laughs> up towards you guys next to the cairn. When the light descends down, and she takes a quick jump back, but she's still just kind of like puffed up as if trying to make herself look as big as possible. That is going to be her turn so far. Siliqui, you're up. Mm-hmm. You have a Sorry. zombie that's just been. You've kicked a zombie in a hole and then Rano pulled it back out. Honestly, Dan, I don't know what you're up to. Um, <laughs> right, so I am going to use the Radiant Sunbolt. <laughs> My new thing. Uh, that was the sound of everybody's... Wow! As a thought for... Right. <clears throat> so, <laughs> um, so it's got a range of safe, but if I take a step back to get the best thing, will I... Will it, Give the zombie a That's an action because you'll be disengaging, so then you won't yeah. be able to fire. Yeah. Mm. If you're in melee, you're probably better off just repeatedly punching it. Okay. Well, I could in, honest, like, spend yeah. a key point. I don't really want to spend a key point to be able to move for it. So, okay. All right. In that case, then, I will use my uh, bow again and say, Irana, can, he, can you make sure he stays down there this time? I'm going to take that whip off you. Um... And I'm going to smack it in the face again with my uh, bow. Right, give me a attack roll. Not very good. Um, eight and five, I believe. So, 13. You Once again, you manage to you crack it, but mm-hmm. you hit the scale mail, and it doesn't appear to have done as much damage as you would have hoped for. Oh, I say as much good. damage. It doesn't seem to have done any damage. Good gods. I'll try, I'll, I'll try it again. <laughs> <laughs> So is this again, is this another unarmed strike? Yeah, bonus yep. bonus attack with it. Uh, I'm just thinking yep. uh, if I want to do anything. Oh, no, be fine. Oh, no, wait. I missed twice. Okay. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's not going to do it. See, Rana, if you hadn't actually pulled him back out, he would still be down there. Now look, I can't hit him for toffee. Um, yeah. Distracted by the poop smell. Can I hear a really faint echo? <laughs> Right, trying to like basically everybody's dry retching. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to 
thing. <laughs> just trying your best. Yeah, trying your best. Just don't breathe. Don't breathe. Don't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is. I can't remember saying, but there is. There is a monster that's literally made out of living, rotting garbage, isn't there? It has like an overwhelming stench thing that lives in sewers. So, like, if you get near it, you have to pass like a Constitution check every round, yeah. otherwise you become like sick and can't do anything. Like, it's actually like yeah. super dangerous. Just okay. like living garbage. Could be worse. Nice. Round to the goblins. Uh, <laughs> goblin team, they're sort of chilling, but they are looking a little bit more wary. They're, they're definitely, they're looking down at their, like, bound hands, and they, they're very much, very much wishing they still had weapons, but they keep glancing up at you, Percival, um, as there's just sort of like, we're going to need to run if they come this way. But for the time being, they sort of seem to think you guys have this in hand. Right. Rana, it is your go. Um... Rana's irritated that he got pooey fingers on him. Um, so Rana's going to stab it in the face with his spear, two-handed. Always a strong move. Um, so attack roll. Yep. One. Oh no, Rana. <laughs> oh, oh no. Dear. It's not an <laughs> day, is it? <laughs> got poo on your shoe. So- <laughs> yep, that is uh, that is that is gonna scrape off the I'll take the shield. It's not exactly like the zombie intentionally puts the shield in the way, <laughs> as it's just sort of like swinging its arms as uh, Silicon was hitting it. Your spear comes in and just glances off the edge of the shield. <laughs> uh, do you have a bonus action you want to use? Or um, I'm not going to use a bonus action. Um, I, I don't feel threatened enough by the zombie that I feel like I need to I need to use a spell slot on healing word. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna face up to it, and that's that's fine. So that's my turn done. The goblins <laughs> mutter something, but Percival, not understanding goblin, uh, doesn't know what they said. Do they start sniggering? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> Nudging and pointing a bit. <laughs> we were defeated by these guys. <laughs> <laughs> What's that say about you? <laughs> Touche. Right, okay, so the zombie is going to try and take a bite out of Siliqui. Oh, great. (laughs) You manage to dodge out of the way of its grasping hands. Again, sort of doing the whole don't breathe, don't breathe, don't breathe. Up on the hill, Undril and Zibby, you kind of, you were kind of prepared for it, having seen the movement, but there's this horrible moment as the stones just fall away and Inette, burnt and blackened, crawls out of the cairn. And you can see her eyes have been suffused with this icy blue light of just hatred. And she tries to attack you. So a bit like the Night King, and he's undead. Yeah, a bit Night King. Um, I was I was trying to work out what colour I wanted, and then I was just kind of like, you know what, penny for a They're pound, cool. just yeah. go for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she is going to attack you, Zibby. However, your armor is is frankly no match for her scrambling fingers. It just slides away. Okay, Undril is up. Uh, would you like her to attack Inette? Yes, I think possibly smack her with a mace. Yep, sure. She raises up her mace, and you can hear her muttering as she uh, as she goes to attack. She, you can hear her actually say, "I'm so sorry for this." And slams her mace down onto Annette's head, which deals 
deal some damage to her. The scream is kind of like punctuated with just dum as the mace comes down and hits her on the head. Face mace. Oh, actually, she can pour. Uh, she's going to pour a. Is that what uh, is that what Percy's is doing in the background? Just commentary of like, witty one-liners <laughs> to what we're doing. <laughs> She's actually going to pour a divine eminence into it, which has another d, uh, another three d six damage of radiant light. To Ooh. This, Ow. Which is not enough to actually kill her, but it's definitely it makes it makes that dong that I said earlier. It's more like a gong. Dong. 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 There's a gong sound, and the light just sort of almost just spreads out from where it hit her. Uh, it's a, it's at times like this where uh, I kind of wish that clerics also had the paladin thing of um, smite. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but okay. they don't, so I can't have it. They do um, not. No. <laughs> Zibby, no. it's your go. Uh, uh, Zibby does have a rather large hammer, though. So yes, yes. he does uh, have a rather large hammer. Zibby does. Uh, so, momentarily just raises his eyes to the heaven and goes forgive me for this and whack right you know, uh-huh. uh, as hard as he can and back of the head okay uh, like throw me uh, uh, so I have a plus five to hit mm-hmm. yeah, so that's a dirty Ooh, 20 nice. yep that will that will hit her 1d8 plus three so I'm using it one handed that's another seven points of damage Seven points of damage. Yeah. Okay, so you hit her on the back of the head. You see uh, one side of her face actually caves in. She's hit mm. once. She's hit twice. She goes down, and each time she sort of she flops onto the stones in front of her. But even as this hit takes, you see she's pulled back up by whatever force is compelling her, and you can still see she's just raging and, uh, and is still going. I would like to use my uh, a bonus action from uh, Shield Master to shove her with the shield. All right. Yep. Sure. I would like to try and shove them back. Uh, shove her back five feet. Right. Um, so you're going to try and shove her. So that is going to be that's an athletics check then to see if you can push her. Uh, so my athletics is plus three. So uh, that's an eleven. So that succeeds, and she is pushed back five feet, which I assume you are pushing her straight backwards that way. Yeah. Oh, no, actually, shoving a creature, using the attack action, you can either make a special melee attack to shove a creature either to knock it prone or push it away from you. Oh. So I would like to knock her prone. So it took me a while to find it, sorry. Uh, Yeah, no worries. Obviously, when, uh, when they're prone... That also gives them disadvantage to shit, doesn't it? Yes, it gives them disadvantage mm. uh, to attacking or dexterity saving throws, and make, gives you advantage while attacking. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I would like to knock her prone. Thank you very much. Not a problem. Percival, you are you are now up. Uh, can I can I see anybody kind of moving away from me? You know, goblins, anything like that. Uh, are they staying put? Everything seems to be mostly staying put. Um, uh, again, you can sort of just check it around. The only things that are really moving are the two fighters to the south. The goblins yep. are still, they're kind of, they're tensing, ready to try and, you know, make a break for it if, if things get out of hand, but they don't look like they're actively trying to, like, move away from the south. Uh, okay, so I, um, I just move up and... Um, 
swing my rapier towards them. Swing it left to right, as in a kind of... No, you don't. You don't go anywhere. You're not, you're not going anywhere. Just stay there. Um, and just kind of still keeping a lookout. So making sure they're not running away. Alright, that is Polly. What is Polly going to do? What does Polly make of all of this? I actually think Polly's going to make an attack. Let's see. What can Polly do? Eats one of the goblins. <laughs> Surely she is she not grooming the back of Zibby's head and like rubbing her beak against his head like mummy. <laughs> Get off. Get off. She's kind of picking her way through this, but clearly she takes she takes offence at the presence of something that is undead. So she runs up quite surprisingly fast for such a small um, chicken kind of thing, and she charges up the hill and makes a sort of headbutting motion at Inette, which does... Hold on. Oh, which she has advantage on because Inette is currently on her ass. All right. So, yep, she does manage to make an attack, which deals... Oh, oof. Fair amount of damage. She comes in and actually slices at uh, at Annette's uh, side with her beak. Oh, but it isn't enough to take Annette out. Yeah, she's actually tougher now that she's dead than she was when she's alive. (laughs) She actually actually is. Why couldn't she be a zombie beforehand? Uh, she is still yes. Whatever whatever power is pushing her on is still it's it's keeping her alive. Oh god, I'm I'm having flashbacks, Greg. I really bread on. <laughs> yeah, that is yeah. What you're thinking of that's happening. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Siliqui, you're up. Okay, uh, is the the train one? Is it out of the train again, or is it? It is. Uh, it's, it's yeah. It's It's not. It's not in the pit. Um, you haven't kicked it back in yet. Okay. Well, I'm just going to continue so with what I was to. doing because uh, I don't know what else I can do really at the moment. Um, so I'm going to hit it again with um, my bow. Yep. Again, that's 13, <laughs> so that probably misses. Uh, yeah, unfortunately 13 does miss for that one. Bonus action. Oh, natural one. Even better. So Don't no, do a lot, but both... fuck up. <laughs> in, in both instances, yeah, it's just, again, it's that pesky scale mail that's getting in the way. The, the zombie isn't, you know, dodging your attacks or anything like that. It just seems to me that even in death, the scale mail is just doing its job fairly well if, you know, covered in slime and muck. <laughs> Once again, the goblins aren't really doing anything, although they do seem to sort of burst out laughing when the axe beat takes its charge up the hill. <laughs> Rana, you're up. Rana's bored of getting attacked, so he's going to attempt <laughs> to shove it back into the train and then just forget about it. Yep, so that's an attack roll. Well, it's, a, it's an athletics for a shove. Are you serious? No <laughs> way. Third one in a row. Oh my <laughs> god. Okay. Make me a dexterity saving throw. Um, nine plus two, eleven. Okay, yeah. It's a close call, but you you manage to keep your balance and you don't go falling into the pit yourself. <laughs> that many natural ones, I couldn't not. Mm. <sighs> uh, right, that's my turn, then. That's, yep, that's your turn. The zombie is going to attack 
Um, and it is going to attack the guy that just tried to shove it. Uh, but fails horribly. The fact that you just nearly were caught off balance seems to, in turn, have caught the zombie off balance, so it kind of swipes at where you were. You've sort of just moved from where it was expecting you to be. Inette is going to... She is going to... Bear with me. Uh, she is going to attack Zibby. But similarly, given her rather dilapidating form, she is just scratching against his shield, not really doing any kind of effective attack, really. I would like to thunderously rebuke her. Oh yeah, that's any attack, isn't it? It's not, it doesn't yep. have to be successful. When a creature within five feet of you can see hits you with an attack, you can use a reaction to cause the creature to make a dexterity saving throw, blah 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 blah. Yep, so dexterity saving throw on my part? Yep. That is likely going to fail. A four probably isn't going to beat it, right? <laughs> yeah, four's not going to beat it, no. Um, so that's 2d8 um, lightning damage. Well, okay, I can choose either lightning or thunder, but I'm going to choose lightning on this occasion. Fair enough. Uh, we're 2d8. 40, 14 points of lightning damage on her. Very nice. Eight uh, With a loud crack-a-boom. Lightning strikes down from you, Zibi, in a similar fashion to the uh, goblin. And in fact, first of all, you kind of see the goblin is it's rather fearful as the lightning comes striking down. <laughs> I imagine he would be. <laughs> and it strikes a net, and you just see the blue light fades, goes out, and she collapses back onto the cairn that she's still standing on. Aww. She is now an ex-zombie. Uh, so, Zibi clasps his, uh, holy, his uh, holy symbol just for a second, then... Uh, just as an apology. I, uh, I think that's yeah, yeah, just not, not the most dignified end to Annette. But will an undead once you've taken them down, will they come back again, or is that totally end? That's it, okay. No, I think if you killed them once, you, they've been undead. They're not going to come back again for a second time. Okay. <laughs> I should hope not. I've incinerated yeah. it twice now, so it's fine. <laughs> this land is suffused with necromantic energy. <laughs> We will see what happens. Anyway. She's just going to follow us for the rest of the game. More and more bits <laughs> of her dropping off. Mundral yeah. is up, and Inet has has fallen. There is still a zombie in the latrine. However, there's not a lot of space. Would Undral go off to deal with that, or do you think... Do you I think, think Undral would... Um, I think um, Undral would at least head in that direction, just in case. Uh, okie dokie, so she is going to move, where is she going to move to? She can make it out to that point, but she sort of stomps on down and just sort of says, Hold on, I'll go give them a hand. Uh, Zibi, we are round to you. Uh, are you wanting to do anything in particular, or are you just kind of going to basically try and put Annette back to rest? Zibi's just going to um, have a quick look around to see if there's any anything else coming because of the shrieking. If there's not, it'll follow um, Undrill. Looking around, much like Percival, you see the jungle tree line is still undisturbed. Um, whatever was caused by the shrieking, it seems to have been a bit more localised. Or at least, at the very least, it doesn't seem to be pulling in more numbers from the surrounding jungle just yet. Uh, so yeah, in that case, she's definitely going to just follow, uh, follow Undrill. Um, so, yeah, so he's, he's there anyway. So. 
Percival, we're round to you. I'm assuming you're continuing to do your. You're just kind of like having a lookout. Not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm chilling. I'm, I'm like. You're hanging back. This is uh, not a very. Yeah. This is not a very eventful fight for you, Percival. No, no, but you know, I've I've got um, a an audience that's kind of captive. So uh, yeah. Yeah, you were you were the last person in the line of people that kept yelling to the person behind them, uh, "Watch the goblins." Yes, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of you turned you turned to look over your shoulder and call to somebody else to watch the goblins, and realised the only people left were the goblins. The goblins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, right, Polly, having. You know, dealt with the immediate threat and not really being aware of the other threat is just going to go back to scratching around um, in the in the mud. Fair enough. Siliqui, we are around to you. Okay. There is still a zombie in front of you. <laughs> there is. Um, so just push I, it in the hole. I want to use my radiant <laughs> thing, but I can't because I keep failing hitting. And my radiant thing, I need to be from range. Where is it from close? Well, I don't think I can do it close. What's it called? My radiant sunbolt. It's a ranged attack. If it's yeah. a ranged attack, you can't, or you'll get, or, you'll, or it'll be at a disadvantage. Exactly, which is pointless to do it. Maybe I'm going to try with my Michi's in its throat or something to try and detach its head. Okay, dogs, make an attack roll. Uh, fifteen. Uh, fifteen won't do it, I'm afraid. Silicon's then a bit pissed off that she missed it yet again. And the smell's just a bit much now, and she just still doesn't understand why Rana decided to pull this bloody thing up in the air. She's a bit fed up now. It's because it's an armoured zombie, it's, isn't it? It is literally because it's armoured. It's probably got like an AC of 16 or something. Probably. Um, so this time, she's going to just kick it again. I'll try and kick it right down. So that'll be 24. Hey, there we go. That will hit. Um, unfortunately, the zombie totters, but it doesn't quite fall into the pit. Um, roll me some damage. Okay, four points of damage. You ring its helmet like a bell, but it is still—it's still up and kicking. Uh, Rana, we're around to you. I will just stab it because there's nothing else I can do, so I'll stab it with my spear. Fair enough. We'll give it a go. Give it a good, give no. it a good stabbing. No, no. <laughs> yeah, the, the rain is in your eyes, and you catch the canvas rather than the zombie. Take that tent. The rain is in my eyes. The poo is in my nose. <laughs> I'm, I've got a scraped leg. It's not going well. You've probably got an infection going on in your scratches with your pooey hand claw thing scratched you. Don't give it the M ideas about no. having me roll con <laughs> saves to get defeat. Otherwise, if you have to burn all of this restoration spell slots before we actually need them. <laughs> <laughs> the zombie is going to make an attack against Silicon. That just rang his oh. head. Oh, but it's... She's 16. Oh, God. <laughs> Chase that dice. Okay. Right. It goes to attack Silicon. Mm-hmm. But clearly it is quite disorientated because as it turns, its foot slips. It, it doesn't have really an expression apart from just, you know, hatred on its face, but you can swear you just see a, oh no, as it just slides backwards into the hole again. <laughs> and just, <laughs> just tumbles down with a rather nasty squelch. It hits the bottom. And it once again just groans up at you, but it, the sides are just too slick with mud and other things 
for it to climb up. So if you guys want, we can drop out of initiative unless you want to keep attacking it. Rana, Rana goes to look for a water bottle to uh, to to rinse himself off and, and maybe a beer from the beer barrel if he can find it. <laughs> yes. Um, if, it's a, if, it's on, if it's down 20 foot, like down a hole, it's in, in the latrine, it's surely not going to be able to come out on its own. Not easily. Yeah, it's going to be stuck there for a while. It is, yeah, you can see it is literally, it is trying to get out and it is just flailing against the sides. If anything, it's just making the pit, um, like... Worse. <laughs> yeah, worse. Making, um, making the rise that's trying to climb even steeper just by scrabbling away at the earth. So basically, I don't think it's necessarily worth using our energy to just kill it. We're not going to get anything from it. It's um, it's already trapped down there. It's not going to be able to necessarily cause us any issues. It can scream and attract more. It's the only problem. <laughs> Might have a Fabergé egg on it or something. But being that they've all, we've already been told that they are attracted by screaming and loud noises, that's what the horn's for. Yeah. If that thing screams, the horde will come. So take a step back and like radiant sunbolt in the face I'm going to radiant sunbolt it fuck you <laughs> check out my new skill fair enough yeah. but with a so lovely uh, lunch accent so what, is, what, is, what does this look like <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um, <it's, laughs> I, I imagine something cool coming out of my fingers type thing like a bit like the emperor but less evil and more <laughs> awesome sunlighty yeah, more like, oh, <laughs> and everybody around me suddenly feels good because they get an insane amount of vitamin D suddenly. Um, <laughs> then they go, oh, oh, I feel really revitalised. That's nice. You know you're doing this in broad daylight, right? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a it's a higher quality vitamin D boom. Like It's, it's like people that drink strong vitamin C things, you get that boost. Do I need to roll anything for the zombie to dodge the attack? Or is it just a... uh, let's see, shall we? Hang on, one sec. <laughs> I'll pretend I know what I'm doing. Who knows what's going on? <laughs> I was about to say, I'm going to show off this new ability. I don't know how this new ability works. What is this? <laughs> it's new. I don't know. Hang on, let me find it. One second. So you can use with the attack action, special attack range spell with a range of 30 feet. You're proficient with it and you add your dex to its attack and damage rolls. Um, so, first things first, I guess I'll roll the d20 and see if it even hits. No, it does not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that doesn't work on that one. And <laughs> so with this Radiant Sunbolt, basically I'm going to spend yep. a key point, so I've got three key points at the moment, so I've had a rest. Um, and if I spend a key point, I can use this special attack twice as bonus action. So I will have two oh, more okay. goes at trying to hit this bloody thing, okay? <laughs> right. you say two more rolls you mean you're just going to have another go two two attacks it gives you extra if you spend a key point it says um, uh, when you take the attack action on your turn and use the special attack as part of it you can spend one key point to make the special attack twice as a bonus action right oh I see oh okay fair news yep sure gotcha so, uh, so that time it's 12 plus 5 so 17 that'll hit it Aha! hooray Hurrah! So it's D4, I believe. I mean, you are getting very uh, happy about hitting a zombie down a very deep poo pit. That, it's that is, that me is off, what we right? just ended to at this, at this point. Percival, John or Percival, right? You've both been stood watching, right? Just like. Well, I shush. thought you guys would be a bit quicker, but you know. Well, we thought we might as well. So three damage for that one. And then, okay. how's it looking? Uh, Three radiant damage. It, it screeches, not the 
feral screech that you heard earlier that um, seemed to raise in air. But it's just sort of like an ow, and it's it's not looking great. It looks it looks a little charred. <laughs> I'd love it if a zombie did just be like, ow. You bitch! Yeah. Why do you think I'm a zombie? I've just got really blue eyes. Ah, really stings. Look, how often have I tried to kill you today? <laughs> One more go. See if I can. No, I failed. That is not going to do it. Okay, so we've got a, a small pissed off zombie. Okay. Three. Okay, so you have a pissed off zombie that is going to try and climb out. Yep, fails miserably. <laughs> it's pulling itself up, and the earth gives way, and it just falls back down again. Which is probably kicking up a fair amount of the smell in there, so, you know, that's lovely. Mm. It is now Undral's go, and I think, mm -hmm. fairly safe to say, we just kind of want to get rid of this thing. So I think yeah. she's going to come on up and uh, Sacred Flame it. Yeah, I was going to say. Hooray! <laughs> yeah, Sacred Flame is definitely the route. Okay, this creature does not make the dexterity saving throws, so the light comes down and it's sort of, it's odd because you see it hit the top of the tent and it passes through the tent to go down and hit the zombie. Mm -hmm. There we go. And with that, runner and Silica in front of it, you guys look down and see the, that blue light that was in its eye. It fades, goes out, and it just slumps down dead um, in the filth. Hurrah! Congrats, you've killed two zombies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at which point Percival turns around and, and swan dives into the pit full of zombie <laughs> goblins I've fiddled about as much as I want to for now with the journal entries you guys can now see the see the journal entries and you will be able to see an amount of information about mm -hmm. goblins what you know from Ron and what you guys have seen so far I could have edited to like get rid of all the information about goblins but I kind of figured you would just sort of know that about goblins from your experiences so far mm -hmm. I've also um, for Rana, there is a new section uh, in the journal that should be entitled Flora and Fauna. Aha! Yes, there is. And it's pretty much details all the kind of things that you would know about, like, stuff in the forest. Cool. And I figure if I make that available to you, you can then actually just, you can pull that up as and when you guys find something interesting and you can, you know, use that information to describe it to the others. Cool. As and how you choose to to let Rana do that and you can have as much fun or offer as much help as you like um, Zibby could you look at the entry for Polly because I'm pretty sure I gave you the ability to edit and control her I'm, I'm guessing 6.6 at the minute because um, uh, she's not fully grown is that right? She's a fledgling Exactly. Yeah, I've just taken it down from normal acting for the time being. Yeah. I'm thinking of having like two stages. So having like in a few sessions, if you've looked after her, she'll you know, do a bit more damage in a fight. And then, you know, a little further on, having her actually grow up into a full grown act. Or if we run out of food, she could transition into a roast. That also could work. No, she can't. I'd rather <laughs> eat, I'd, I think I'd rather eat Rana. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he'd be a bit tough. I was going to say, is that is that in? His <laughs> feet would have horribly hard yeah. skin. Yeah, <laughs> we, we could boil him. That's not common. Rana, Rana, you know those big pink pig things. Giant whirlpool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bet, bet you couldn't be one. <laughs> let, me, let me kill him. Just, 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 just look over there. 
<laughs> don't mind me with my big sword. No, don't mind me with a hammer across the back of the head. It's fine. This won't hurt a bit. I was actually wondering earlier um, if I would be able to uh, sort out barding for Polly. Oh, as in... Uh, as, as in, as in um, horse armour. Bird yeah, armour. That... <laughs> Well, it is traditionally horse armor, armor. but yes. Um, now, because obviously we are currently in a country where dinosaurs and I'm guessing um, axe beaks are a fairly relatively normal mode of transport, um, presumably somebody would sell um, barding that would fit Polly when she's grown up. I would certainly assume that was the case. Yeah, you you can definitely find, I think, something like that in Portney and Zara. Or at the, at the very least, you would probably be able to find a blacksmith somewhere that would be willing to sort something like that out for you. Yeah. Willing That's to so barge your bird. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was thinking that then Polly could become a bard. It would be fine. Uh, you know, she, she could, uh, she could um, squawk and give us a bardic inspiration. But. When we had our little parrot, we had a we had a flight harness we could put on her, <laughs> so she could fly around on the end of a lead outside. <laughs> well, I was thinking sort of, uh, you know, sort of some sort of um, hammer motif on a uh, on the armor somewhere, you know, sort of maybe sort of like Thor's hammer on a <laughs> like a, a headpiece or something. Hammer bird. <laughs> <laughs> Still already got an axe. You want to armor with a hammer as well? <laughs> You, you don't want to make her mad, she'll make you Thor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. Okay, dokes. So, you have interrogated or interviewed these goblins, and as discussed last time, I reckon you guys are around sort of midday, early afternoon, and you mm-hmm. have a couple of choices ahead of you. Um... There is obviously the issue surrounding um, your supplies. I believe mm-hmm. the major issue at the minute is currently insect repellent. We have got some because we um, we looted the goblins that we did kill. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, here we go. This is in- inventory. We have... In- inventory? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I made it up. Uh, insect repellent salve... 19. Insect repellent incense, hmm. 10. Okay, so you haven't really used the incense that much, have you? I still think we can make beekeepers hats. <laughs> no, we haven't used it at all. Uh, that that would be like a stationary thing. It's exact, I believe it's exactly the same as the salve. But... In an evening, for example, you could light one to help stop yep. us or whatever it is to stop hmm. us being uh, bitten at night. But, if but given that the salve provides you with 24 hours protection anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, I guess it helps if we run out of salve, mm. we could just stay it's, together and light it. It and, burns for know. eight hours. So theoretically, um, we can have it so that we, we are, if we're traveling for however many hours per day, we have an eight hour sleep. And we're, we're, during that sleep, we've actually got the, uh, the incense uh, going because that's going to be, what, six, eight hours, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. I don't know what you want to do necessarily during the day, but does it reduce our chances of getting some horrible disease? <laughs> yes, it does. Um, which Rana knows about, obviously. Yes. Rana, of course, and uh, as you would probably know, 
Um, either, again, from Rana or from having, you know, sort of maybe spoken to the goblins. The goblins, as natives of Chult, don't need the insect repellent. Yeah. Um, so you don't need to share that with the goblins. But I believe there's still five? No. Four of you guys that will still need um, a application of Hello. insect repellent each yeah. day to avoid potentially getting diseases. Like, there's still, there is, you need to, there is a role for it. Yeah. Um, so there is the potential that you would be okay, but obviously eventually you would and then that just leads to its own problems i mean in regards to food we have five days rations each because of everything we found um and everything we've got up to now um and there's less of us now and we've got the jug so even if we run out we can essentially like make honey uh or mayonnaise yeah <laughs> also i'm not sure it does provide water as well in quite a significant yeah. volume so i think I think water is, but like it's not not a problem at all. But it's a significantly reduced mm-hmm. problem over yes. what it was before. Agreed. Yeah, but it can only oh, yeah, be definitely. used once a day. Mm. Um, I think. Yeah, it's, true. Like, that was the... it can only be used once a day. Then it needs to recharge. Yeah, it's it's. What is the assumption with the jug? Because obviously, as long if you don't use it, then the jug retains its sort of versatility. You could use any of the functions. But if you are running out of food and you say want to, you know access however much honey it is and 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 use that for um for food for one thing i think you might get diabetes after a while um but <laughs> you also would lose the ability to use any of the other things yep. that the that the jug can potentially give you the way that i would approach it would be we would have um a mixture of things that we're doing with regards to water so when it's raining we are putting out the you know, the yeah. rain catches. Um, and, and then we've got the other backup of um, Zibby as well, yeah. that he can uh, do sort of water. Yeah. I, can, I can purify water mm. as well. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the alchemy mm. jug's um, maximum amounts. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean maximum amount per day? Yeah. Does that mean maximum amount in yeah, per a set day. period? Because it doesn't say. Yeah, okay. It's so. It's, so, so it does. Um, so it should say it resets with each dawn. And so you can disgorge the up to the maximum amount. You don't obviously have to disgorge the mm. entire amount that's that's listed there. Um, another strange one. How is insect repellent made in D and D? Is it got anything to do with poison or an anti venomish thing or not really? Good question. Um, because it doesn't actually have. So the rules within this particular um, this particular game is has, it mayonnaise? As far as I can tell, nothing to do with. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it, it's oil, it's isn't not. it? <laughs> Bathing oil, yeah. Honey. <laughs> actually the poison <laughs> I'm pretty sure the honey would attract the insects more look uh, <laughs> come to me with your your facts this incredible insect attractant oh you thought you were buying repellent oh, no I'm terribly oh. sorry I'm, what do you mean you've all got malaria no no it's a, it's a condiment it's not supposed to be used in any way to repel insects I don't know why you think you crazy people yeah I mean if you had some marmite somewhere then you could possibly like I believe a mar- eating marmite is supposed to repel mosquitoes somehow I'm not entirely sure how that works but I've eaten marmite and I still get bitten so no I know things like stout and guinness um there's something in them that mosquitoes cannot stand the smell of. It's actually advised if you go abroad and mm. it's really bad, you know, for uh, mozzies. <laughs> if you drink half stout. a pint of Guinness a day, you've got enough whatever it is within the um, Guinness, which is the same thing in Marmite. <laughs> 
I guarantee you that the Diageo who own who own Guinness, who have the best marketing department in the world of any brand, have somehow started that rumor to boost sales of Nigeria. So, oh, this was, this was like <laughs> many, many you. moons ago. <laughs> but no, it's not exclusive to that. But apparently Marmite has got a similar thing, whatever the hell it is. It's something that, it, it, I don't know, flavours your blood in a bitter right. way. Like vegetarians, their blood tastes sweeter. Um, Sorry, what? Who's, 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 who's bloodletting vegetarians for taste test purposes? I've got no idea, but apparently vegetarians' blood tastes sweeter. <laughs> The hell? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Toby. This is this is well known fact. <laughs> Who knew? So right, what's your what's your mm. job today in the lab? Well, today <laughs> I've got to taste blood and describe it. Okay. This this new age vampire nonsense has got way out of hand. Uh, uh yeah, I am a vampire, but I'm vegetarian. Well, how does that work? Well, I only eat vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a plant based vampire. Um. <laughs> I, I drink carrot juice. Um. I mean, this is basically Count Dracula. I could see really good in the dark. Yeah. I always thought vampires could see fairly well in the dark anyway. I was quiet there because I was reading through to see if I could find anything. To answer the question you did ask, uh, mm. Natalia, there's nothing in particular in the book about how insect repellent um, is made. It simply tells you who controls the trade. With the... Um uh, Rana being a druid and you know having a herbalism kit mm. and things would he not know how to make mm. self well not, not necessarily because I don't need it I suppose that is the thing yeah because he doesn't need it I suppose so he's never actually really yeah so generally I was kind of going to be wrapping it up in the whole sort of foraging and discovery section of you know what you guys did if you ran low on supplies for instance uh rana if you have a look at your flora and fauna i have found i was just having yep. a quick look through it there is one thing in there that does refer to curing a particular madness um yeah however that isn't really the disease that is prevented by the insect repellent no but there um, is it does say that one of the one of the entrance one of the consumable items in there says that a creature mm. that consumes this particular thing uh, gains advantage on saving throws against disease and poison for the next 24 hours. That is true. So you could say that if in the event that you ran out of insect repellent, you could eat a handful of those once a day and then you would have mm. advantage against contracting a disease. So but you'd probably have to test once a day or something to see if you mm. contract anything. Mm. Um, but that's no guarantee you wouldn't get infected. No. Well, the other no. thing I was going to say is the alchemy jug, it can make half an ounce of basic poison a day, so we might be able to make um, anti-venom or something, you know, like for actual poison damage or something. We might be able to make something with that if we haven't used it that day. That, um, could, that could be possible, because certainly I know that anti-venoms, you do have to have the poison in question in most cases to create well we the talked anti- about milking um, um, rana didn't we mm. yeah <laughs> we, we did that, 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 that conversation still makes me uncomfortable uncomfortable in retrospect i'm just it, incomfortable <laughs> incomfortable it's like uncomfortable okay but- in a, in, a, in a good way. More intense. Well, yeah. Yeah. So passing, passing over Rana's potential udders, um, yeah. let's just let's, let's pull things back. Pull the other one. <laughs> pull things back to, back to actually uh, what you guys are doing with this afternoon. So with the state of your supplies, you guys have a couple of choices. Um, you can either spend the afternoon 
in Camp Righteous and you could use the half a day to go off and go do some foraging. That would then obviously mean you you make camp for the night and stay here um, yet a, yet another night. Or you guys could go and start traveling in whichever direction you guys want to travel. And I would basically say that your movement speed is halved because obviously it's half a day, so you wouldn't be able to travel as far as you would if you'd you know left first hmm. thing this morning. So I so I guess what I'm asking here is what what do you guys want to do? I, I think we're, we're okay in terms of water, and we're okay in terms of insect repellent at least initially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Zibby. Does lesser restoration cure diseases? Uh, yes, it does. Okay, so if we do get diseased on mm-hmm. a gradual basis, uh, Zibby can sort of cure us of the pox uh, if we get I it. Do um, mm-hmm. hang on. I've got two second-level spots, uh, lesser restoration, one disease or one condition. Um, I have the Pearl of Power, so technically I can cast lesser restoration three times. Oh, wow. Mm, get it okay, back. well, mm-hmm. on the basis that, I mean, it's probably you probably have to have some sort of saving throw or constitution save or something to see if you resist or if you get the disease. Um, and there are things that mm-hmm. I can find in the jungle that can give advantage on saving throws against disease if consumed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think mm-hmm. e- even if we do run out of insect repellent, um, I think it's unlike as long as Zibi doesn't die horribly somewhere and then we get all diseased. Um, I think we could, <laughs> yeah, we could probably, <laughs> even if we do get diseased, I think we can treat it quick enough and regularly enough that I don't necessarily think it means that we would have to immediately go back to town. So I think mm. we should probably continue on. I think so. Um, I think food is probably the bigger is probably the bigger concern. Yep. I'm just looking at rations. I've got five rations because of the uh, the pig. I think we've got, I, I think we've got five as well because we got, found some. I've got seven. Form. I have nine because uh, I was carrying the additionals. Um, okay, so we're actually not doing that badly for food so we've got uh, at least a week. But hang on why have we all got different amounts of food i know i can understand like zibby had the extra because of the fish i had extra because of a tiger you found i, I got the pig four, didn't you yeah yeah so why I is don't know percival why I, have I don't know where percival why got have you got nine, nine? That, i think <laughs> just there. was that was that they... did you just add did you add what you got from the pig or no oh i no, must no. have i've I'm keeping track of things as they happen. Yeah, but I've been writing down the rations and you've been writing down the insect repellent uh, because I added all the rations on, the split between us. Like we've got mind. 13 from the goblins all right. uh, in total and they got added on to what we already had. Uh, all right, we'll look. Has Percy just been nicking shit off us all? No, not in the <laughs> I have let well, thank you. No, I swear. I mean, he's not, he's not a total douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> All three of us did just see him pocket a pearl in front of him. Only a partial. Only a partial douche. Yeah. The other thing to bear in mind here is that you now have picked up extra people, and while Andrew yeah. had come with her own supplies, she yeah. is going to need food as well because she she was planning for. I think it was a. Oh, this isn't. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Yeah, so I think that's like that, the five that rations is a meant to be five days rations where per person, all five yeah. of us. Mm. Plus, you now have a goblin that. I mean, you can refuse to give them food, but that might colour how well they help you. Can we not put a lead on them and make them go and hunt for their own? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you know how hunting works. I don't think you know. If it's a long enough lead, 
Um, it might be worth sending Rana to do some hunting. I mean, yeah. if we're... I think it's realistically, based on how much food I got when I hunted before, I only gathered, like, five rations, so we will eat food faster if stationary than I can catch by hunting alone. Unless mm. I do stuff like if I set snares, hunting snares and things, and then leave them overnight to see if we catch stuff. Like, if we weren't going anywhere, mm. we could all hunt. We wouldn't, you know, apart from maybe one or two people to stay back at the camp just to make sure yeah, true. fine. Uh, did we um, decide that we were going to try and find where the gauntlet guys went to? So... so uh Andrew found the tracks that looked like they got in a boat yeah. and uh, travelled south. Is that correct? Uh, I believe so, yes. Uh, yes, yeah, she found tracks and, well, she found she found tracks suggesting that the uh, that there were boats and that they had been launched um, yeah. and the goblins confirmed that a number of the Order of the, I nearly said Order of the Phoenix, um, a number of the Order of the Gauntlet had left by boat and had travelled south towards the marshes. Yeah. Guys, if you can keep me alive in, in, for long enough to get to level 10, then I've got immunity to poison. And, keep um, you alive? Yeah. <laughs> just going to sit there. <laughs> Team, carry me. Then I've got, I've got purity of body, so I'm, I'm immune to disease and poison, but not until... <laughs> purity of body. Do all my biddings. Yeah. Okay, right. I think I've just moved you guys to the player's map. Yes. Yes. Yep, it's slowly yes. looking like a crazy awesome. blockbusters map. Yep. Look, looking on the map, <laughs> the goblins mentioned that there is like a peninsula called Mbala. Yeah. And we can see a big... Maybe we're not supposed to see mm-hmm. that, but there's a big thing that says Mbala. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's yeah, another no, thing. That was already on there, and that's, that's yeah, okay. Was, that yeah. was already <laughs> on the map. Yeah. So... There, there's something else on the left-hand side that is partially obscured, so I'm not sure what that is. But I don't see any reason why we shouldn't go south down the river. Yeah. Yeah, well, we've got nothing to lose, really, have we? We've... Only our I mean, lives. we could all die. I mean... <laughs> I was going to say, your lives. Uh, but... <laughs> we're also looking for Yelyark as well. And Yelyark, yeah. according to what is on the map, isn't that far away from where we need where, where we are now? That's very true, but that, that's not that far. I mean, no. going to see Yoyark could be could be interesting because certainly we did have information, we did learn information, didn't we, from the journal about the control rod? I mean, we haven't yeah. found yes. the shield mm. guardian yet. But isn't it also absolutely mm-hmm. full of goblins? And we are only level three, and there's one less of us, and we might die. <laughs> that is true. On the other hand, <laughs> if it's... you're just listing problems. <laughs> On the other hand, <laughs> damn you and your facts. Killing goblins is, is valuable experience, and villages filled with goblins have things like food and medical provisions and water. And probably so, treasure. Ooh. I mean, there'll be a lot of goblins, but I'm just like judging like the last goblin encounter, we were like, we were heavily injured uh, and battered. There was loads oh. of them, and we absolutely slaughtered them. Yes. Almost we instantaneously. <laughs> Almost instantaneously. Mm. Especially with the, let's all call down a lightning strike and uh, try and incinerate the boss. <laughs> um, yeah. But so, also, don't forget, we are going back to a goblin's place with two goblins basically taken hostage. Oh, yeah, but goblins hate each other. They don't like them. But they're a rival tribe, aren't they? Yeah. Yes. I mean, even, even on the mm. same tribe, they hate each other. <laughs> but mm. if they were on the opposite tribe, that'd be better, because then we could be like, hey, look, we've bought this for you. Let, 
please let us use what, this. What about if we if we find Yelgark? Yeah. Then we could use it as a bargaining chip because our little goblin dudes we've captured, mm-hmm. they hate Yelyark and they're always fighting yeah. them. So if we find Yelyark with the goblins in tow, we could enlist the help of those goblins to attack Yelyark and steal all their stuff. No, what we do is we just get we just offer the goblins who are not from Yelyark, Yelyark itself, which is a flying village. Yeah, we don't need but- it. Surely they can get there themselves anyway, could they not? Actually, like, can we can we have a? Uh, do you think we could steal a flying village and just fly around? The- <laughs> Use that as our uh, spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the mothership. I am in. And we've got Polly stuck on it like a weather barometer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how how good was yeah. that? I'm loving this mental image. Those goons who 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 I say accosted us, who we accosted outside the temple. Uh, in town you know they think they're cool they've got their gang and then they're set outside the pub there's a boom and a village lands in front of them yeah you know the ramp rolls down and us you know wreathed in steam you know fortunate sun playing in the background yeah It would be, it would be, it would be interesting. I don't know. I mean, I think wearing a we... pair of sunglasses. You don't know what sunglasses are, where they came from, but they appeared on your face and made you look cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just found these in the jungle somewhere. Yeah. <laughs>